0: Well, hello and welcome to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And today you join me on my last day here in Tolmananui. Nui. I'm about to head home uh, and I'm excited to get back to Auckland City. It's been great while I've been here, but I do have to try a new brew here and I have a doozy for today. I'm kind of like... Looking forward to it, but also not looking forward to it. So we'll see how we go. Before we get there, though, let's talk about the scriptures that we are going to cover today. They are in the descriptions, as always, on every platform. We can read those uh, in our own time. But I'll tell you what they are Psalm 33, 1 to 11, Mark 16, 1 to 20, and Leviticus 25, 1 to 26, 13. So those are our scriptures for today's reading. It's day 71. So we're on the journey, we're on the climb and uh, looking forward to getting this signed, sealed and delivered. Before we go any further though, let's talk brews. And I am more nervous about this brew than I've ever been before. I was talking to someone about how we're trying these uh, specialty coffee roasters in these packets and they were like, well, before you try the good stuff, you need to know what the bad stuff is, quote unquote, their words, not mine. You need to know what the bad stuff is so that you can compare it to the good stuff. So what I what they recommended was they just try what the accommodation provided for me. They suggested I just try that and go from there. So I have today what I was provided in my room. It is the cafe de Sol. cafe de Sol. coffee of the sun, freeze dried coffee, it says it's supreme, so that's good. Cafe de Sol brings you only the finest tasting freeze-dried coffee from around the world. There you go. Now it was hard to read because of the font, not because I was doubting it. So I'm gonna try this. I've done the same as I did with the specialty stuff, 200 mils of water. Let's give this a try. I'm uh, interested to see um, what this tastes like. Let's give this a sniff and see if it sniffs any different. i see if I can remember to a couple days ago. Yeah, this definitely smells more like what instant I was hoping... Not hoping for, but instant that I'm used to, you know. No one really hopes for instant. So let's just chuck that in the water. Um, you know, give it a wee tap. Get it all out. I will say there's a lot less in here. There's a lot less of oh, granules than what was in the other one. Oh, I'm a bit... Ne- oh, it's filling the broom with this... You know that, again, we're here with the awkward stir. Sorry, should have thought about something. But you know, like... Instant fills the room with the smell of instant regret. (laughs) No, 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 there are some people who really genuinely love instant coffee. I don't know why but um, there are people like that out there. Okay, I'm gonna give this a try. I'm gonna give this a go. This is the freeze-dried coffee Cafe de Sol in the room. Let's see what it tastes like. Yeah, yep. That's the instant we all know and don't love. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Oh. Oh. I don't even know how to say like. Like, obviously, it's not good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, instant coffee is just not great. Um, this is a lot worse than the other one. I rated the other one way too lowly this Yeah, it definitely I don't even know what the. I don't even know what the taste is. What's the taste? Oh, It's painful. It's painful. It just doesn't it's not a good vibe. Some of you will say I'm too mean This is literally the rudest I've been and I'm trying really hard not to be too rude, but it's It's actually so bad. It really is. I gotta yeah, what does it taste like? It tastes like burnt coffee. If you were to, to do it on the coffee machine, it just tastes like burnt, over-extracted coffee. But that's the instant. Hey, that's the instant coffee. So there you go. Not great. I'm gonna be honest. Not, not, not the love of my life. It's not the. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is the worst. Instant coffee is the worst. <laughs> I feel like I've done so many of these now. I've done so many one of these that my script is, it's not the worst coffee to try and end it on a high, but I am happy just to settle on the fact that that is literally not good. That is not good. Let's move on though, let's move on and let's get into the Bible for today. It's also burnt my tongue. This one has really burnt my tongue. Anyway, let's get into the devotionals. How do you feel about your future? In New Zealand, we're um, recording at the moment. I'm definitely recording in the in the heart of New Zealand here in Taumata Nui. But in New Zealand, we have this thing called the tall poppy syndrome. Now, it's where everyone else feels the need to keep you humble by taking people out at the knees. It's just ruthless chopping down of people. You can be driven, focused, and energized for change, like you can be just passionate about seeing good things happen, and people will label you too intense and that you need to tone it down. You, you could be confident and back yourself in a task or assignment, and people will label you prideful and arrogant, and you need to be more humble. You can be gifted, talented, anointed for something and step out and give it a go, and people will be cynical and point out everything that's wrong to bring you back to Earth, This is the tall poppy syndrome and it is rife in New Zealand and because of this people don't always feel great about their future. In New Zealand we, we, we struggle to be okay about our future. We don't feel great about feeling great about our future. We look with hesitation and fear about the future based on what people might say and this is not God's desire for his people. This is not God's desire. It's God's desire that we would have faith and confidence in him and go big based on his leading and what he says about us. And while we don't always know what the future holds, we do know that if God is for us, nothing can be against us. And today, my prayer is that we would, as God's sons and daughters, be confident about our future. I think most of us know that God has plans for our lives, right? Like if you've been in and around church for a little bit, you will have heard that God's plans are to prosper you and not to harm you, plans that are for you. And if you didn't know, well, now you know, you're welcome. Um, In the Psalm, David, he says that God's plans stand firm, catch this forever. That's massive. That carries huge weight because that means that whatever God has planned for you, nothing can change that. And that gives me confidence. That means that nothing people say or do to me can take what God has for me. But it also motivates me, right? That means it's up to me to listen to God and obey what he has asked of me. That's what leads me into the plans that he has for me. That's the reason to worship God. Like that's why I get up excited in the morning because God's plans for me last forever like these are good things this is something to to worship him to praise him with with joyful hearts why because he loves me enough to give me a purpose and a plan for my life and that's something worth praising him for friend i want to encourage you to be confident in jesus be confident that in jesus through be confident sorry in jesus in his death and resurrection be confident in jesus because that he because he died and rose again for you be confident because Jesus rose again, it gives me the confidence in the reality that he is for us. I'm gonna say that again because that was a bit stumbly. Because of Jesus, because Jesus rose again, it gives me confidence in the reality that he is for me, that he has made me, that he is that he has more for me. And that he is that he loves me, that he is love towards me. This helps this helps me be confident about two things moving forward about our future, right? It, it, it gives me confidence about eternity heaven it's real and if you believe in jesus that's where you're going and through jesus we have eternity as our home beyond this life it gives me hope that death is not the end it's just the doorway to something new but then it also gives me uh, great confidence about our my, my future right the future that's ahead of me because if god is for me then no one can be against me and that's exciting to me that gives me confidence Jesus he sends his disciples with the call to go and preach the gospel through all the nations. That was a strict directive for his disciples. And for us as Christians, we don't all need to go out and become preachers on a Sunday. That's not what Jesus wants for every believer. We can preach the gospel through the way that we live. Look at the heart of what Jesus is saying. That's what I want that's what I want to encourage us today. That's the heart that I have for us that we would take what Je- the heart behind what Jesus is saying he, he wants you to take what you've experienced in him and help others find it too. That's our future. That's the plan God has for us, that he would put us in spaces and in places so that we can preach the gospel and, if necessary, use words. Most often than not, though, it's actually just through our actions. One of the things we wrestle with as Christians, right, is the fact that we don't always, well, I just said, right, like I'd already told you. <laughs> One of the things we struggle with as Christians is the fact that we can't always know the details of our future, right? That's, that's a better way to use the word right there. This can trip us up, and it can make us want to trade not knowing tomorrow for experiencing today, even if it means living in sin, because we can control that. Leviticus is cool because God shows us that even though we don't know what the details are, we can know the desire God has for us regarding our future. Look at what God says. He says that if we obey him, we can bear fruit, experience safety, live in satisfaction. We can experience peace, no fear, growth. We can experience his presence. I mean, that in and of itself is amazing. And we can also have confidence. What if, and I want you to go with me here, this is this is, this is controversial, but what if God's plan was less information-orientated and more intimacy-orientated? We want the information, though, don't we? We want the details so, so that our heads can be satisfied. But God, what if he's more about intimacy, our hearts? Not our heads, but our hearts. That's the mission of Jesus. I believe that's the heart of Jesus. And because of that, I can have confidence that Jesus is for me, loves me, and is all about having a heart-to-heart connection with me. I'm confident about my future. Why? Because with him, I know that he wants my heart and not my works. That brings me great confidence. Verse of the day. Yes, verse of the day. Leviticus twenty-six, eight is what we're going to look at today. It says five of you will chase 100 and a 100 of you will chase 10,000 and your enemies will fall by the sword before you. The more good people that you have around you, the more damage we can do for the kingdom. And I mean damage in a good way, okay? D- good damage, like take ground for the kingdom of God. So what I want to ask you is can you list five good people that you have in your life? Just five, just name five. Awesome. Watch as your enemies fall before you. God said that five of us can chase 100 Imagine the damage we could do if we were part of a church of 100 chasing 10,000 of our enemies. I believe God is for us, and I believe the best days ahead is we surround ourselves with good people and a good God. And that is it for The Daily Brew, day 71, done and dusted. Thank you so much for joining me here in Taumata for the last few days. Excited to be back in Auckland, see my wife, see my friends, and sleep in my own bed. Praise God. Can't wait to be back.